Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is DeAndre Nicolette. If you're new here, my love, welcome. I'm super excited to have you tuned in for your first ever episode of Manifest Daily. And of course, if you're an OG listener, you already know the vibes. Okay, hey girl, hey, hey boy, hey, what's poppin', what's good? Welcome back to another episode of your fave. I already, I feel it. I already know. I want to warn (laughs) y'all. This is one of those emotional episodes and I can like tell when this happens to me because I'll just have this like very, very, very strong urge to sit down and talk to y'all. And it feels so overwhelming. Like I remember this morning I was sending voice notes to my friends and I was driving to the gym and I literally was just on the verge of tears the entire time. And then I had a really good workout actually. I remember telling myself like, okay, well, okay, let me back up. Let's, let's... (laughs) Let me set the scene. This is also going to be one of those chaotic episodes because I have like kind of some notes that I made while I was at the gym to make sure that this wasn't super chaotic of an episode because this is by no means planned. Y'all know I have like a little content calendar. I try to be organized or whatever, but it'd be times like this when I'm like, I got to sit down and talk to my people because baby, it's just some things that I have to like get off my chest. And I feel like coming on and podcasting is one of the ways that I personally can like sort out my thoughts and just talking out loud really, really helps me to kind of process what I'm going through. So the title of this episode or the working title, it's going to be something about the curse of the third date, because this is literally like, y'all know that tweet where people say, it's like this tweet that goes around where it's like, you know, you'll be talking to someone and the minute you tell your friends about the person, it's like shit goes left with the person. So it's kind of like this joke. And, you know, not to say that, and, and I don't know, you might have some people in your circle, girl, who's not rooting for you, but not to say that that's always the case. It's just kind of like this running joke that, you know, whenever you start to get excited about someone and you tell your friends about them, it just goes left. Well, my thing these days is that, I'm like noticing this pattern and it's this pattern that whenever I get to the third date with a guy, it's like, that's the fork in the road, right? If you are single and even if you're not single, okay, if you got you a man's, you got you a woman's or whatever, okay, like when you were on the market, I hate that, that term, (laughs) when you were single, when you're on the streets, when you were out here, okay, I feel like. It's kind of this unspoken rule, this unsaid thing, right? That the third date is, it's like the make or break it. Okay, because first date, you got your first date and going out with somebody, you know, y'all don't know each other. Well, we're assuming, okay, you might've met through friends or something. So maybe, you know, you have an idea of each other. But if y'all don't know each other, the first date is like getting to know you, seeing, you know, what the vibe is, seeing if there's chemistry there. And if that goes well, then y'all have a second date, right? And the second date for me is always kind of like, uh, okay, the first one went well. Let's see if we can keep up the same energy. Can we keep up the same vibes? Are the jokes still hitting? Do I still find you cute? Is it a vibe still, okay? And once you get through the second date, 
you set a third date. And I feel like I never used to have this this pressure on the third date until not even like recently, but I guess like in this chapter of the season of my dating life, because for me, okay, complete transparency, I haven't gotten past the third date with anyone. Like I haven't gotten past the third date with anyone in this season of my dating life. And it is, it's just, it's, it's like, what is going on? (laughs) What is going on? The third date so far has been that one where obviously we've established there's an attraction, there's interest in each other, but it's like by that third date, it's almost kind of like that fork in the road, right? If you want to keep dating, you know, it kind of means that thing, it kind of, it means that things will get a little bit more serious and not necessarily like exclusive and boyfriend, girlfriend, but it just means that like, okay, we really, really are feeling each other, right? And typically, 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 literally, usually all the time, 100% of the time since I've been single in this season, I haven't gotten past the third day. And it's been for a myriad of different reasons, right? So it's been on, on one end, there have been guys that they're into me. They want to go on a fourth date, perhaps. But for me, I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I'm like, okay, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling you. Like, you're great. You're great on paper. But like, it's just not fully clicking for me. And then there have been times on the other hand where I'm really feeling the guy and for some reason he doesn't want to continue whether it's that he's still processing a past relationship or perhaps he is like you're great on paper you're amazing but like it's not clicking for him and so I've literally gotten to this point where I'm like what is going on? Like, what is this curse of the third date? And I'm making a joke because I don't really think it's a curse. I do think that the third date has that significance, or at least it has had that significance in my dating life. But I think my frustration has stemmed with the fact that I keep, like, I'll get to the third date with someone and it's like, it's like that bump. It's like I hit this wall, right? And again, different reasons for that. So it's not like I could draw consistency in the reasons why it doesn't continue, but I can draw consistency in the fact that the third day I hit this wall. And recently I was, I like went on a, obviously two to, well, three dates with one person. And I genuinely was like really interested in this person. And one of the really cool things about dating is that you get to figure out like what you actually really want in a person. Cause sometimes you're thinking like, oh, I want this in a person. I want this in a partner or I don't want this in a partner. Or you you have an idea of what you think you want and don't want. But through actual practice and actual dating, you can start to like really figure out like, are these things truly non-negotiables for you? Or are they things that you, you know, don't really care about um and on the other hand maybe there are things that you didn't realize were so important to you that now through dating you can be like oh actually like my partner needs to have this and through this like entire time of like dating that's been the one thing that I actually am really proud of like myself for doing is like one putting myself out there because y'all it is it's really hard to be vulnerable like it's really really hard to be vulnerable and I know I talk about it a lot and I come on here and I'm like vulnerable and transparent with y'all but like that's I don't know for some reason it feels a little easier here but when you're trying to 
date and find a partner to be vulnerable and to communicate not only like what you want but what you need and to be very very upfront especially in a in a dating scene where honestly I found that a lot of people are so hurt and so closed off and so angry and bitter and cynical to like stay vulnerable and to try my best not to slip into that cynicism myself it is really really hard so oh my god where was I going with this (laughs) Y'all, I told you, chaos today. Okay, chaos. But um, so I like was going, you know, seeing this person and it obviously didn't work out. And um, I think I'm just struggling with the fact that I was like really vulnerable in this situation and probably the most vulnerable I've ever been in a dating situation in terms of like really communicating my wants and my needs and really, really pushing myself to say things out loud, even though I was like, this is not that this is cringe, but I'm like, oh my God, I'm like, what if I say this and I get rejected? And lo and behold, (laughs) did get rejected, right? But I also feel like I'm still proud of myself for putting myself out there and for being vulnerable, but it is really hard. So recently... I told y'all, I think it was in, I don't even know what episode it was in. Um, I think it was the one where I was like recapping my Canada trip. We talked about how I was like, okay, I'm going to go back on Bumble real quick and see what the vibes is. Also, let's put this out there. No shame if you are someone's very similar to myself where you take a break from the apps and go back on and you take a break and you go back on. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I know for me personally, I don't you know, go out to a lot of like social places where people are. And when I do go out into those like situations, I don't really get approached a ton in person. So for me, dating apps feel like a a more comfortable place to meet people because it's like I can swipe through these men and I can put myself out there and I can make it known that I am single and I am looking and, you know, see see what comes about it. But I will also say that dating apps, I struggle with dating apps a lot. And I struggle with them personally because, one, I feel like there are a lot of people on there that personally are not I'm not attracted to that's that's for one I'm gonna put that out there like listen okay I mean it's a type for everybody and a lot of these men on these apps I'm like no (laughs) no and then you know then there are a lot of people on the apps that are maybe not looking for the same thing as myself or maybe they are again really cynical frustrated bitter whatever so I struggle with the apps because it is a place for me to look and to be actively looking and to actively meet people and go on dates because the whole thing about dating and the dating game, if you will, um, and that's the game, like you're playing a game, but like more so dating in general is it's a numbers thing, right? It's kind of like at the end of the day, a lot of it is kind of pure chance because while there are some people who are like, oh, you need to love yourself first and you need to do all these things before meeting your person. There are so many people who have met their person when they were at the lowest of lows, when they did no no therapy work, when they did no healing work, when they did when they weren't intentional, when they weren't looking, when they weren't in a solid place. And there are people on the very other hand where they had to do that work before they met their person. It is literally pure chance. And so going on the app, is a way for me to feel as if, you know, for a lack of a better, like, you know, analogy or comparison that I'm like 
buying a bunch of lottery tickets, right? I'm putting myself out there. I'm putting myself in a place where there are a lot of men and granted a lot of the men aren't my type and granted a lot of the men just honestly like, baby, I would never, I would never. There still are some that I would go on dates with. And so dating apps have been historically the easiest way for me to meet men and the easiest way for me to go on more dates and to figure out what I like, figure out what I want, figure out what I don't like and do all of that experimentation with myself and kind of like really figuring out what matters to me when it comes to a partner. But like I said, there's a downside to that as well. And the downside has been that every single time I go on dating apps and I'm putting myself out there and I'm going on these dates and I'm meeting these men, whether it's just one or two dates or I think the ones that really kind of get to me are the ones where I get to that third date and it's like it doesn't work out, especially the ones where I get to the third date and I'm into them and it doesn't work out. It's been really hard for me lately to put myself back out there. Like, I think at the beginning, it was kind of like, okay, I'm going on the dates, whatever, whatever. Didn't work out with someone. I would just like go back on the apps or I would still have the apps, you know, going or whatever. But now I feel like I'm getting to this place where I feel like every single time I like take a break from the apps and every single time I go back on the apps, it feels like. I'm a bit more broken and I'm a bit more cynical and I'm a bit more frustrated and I'm a bit more like, like what is going on here? And so this morning when I was sending my friends voice notes, I was asking uh, one of my friends in particular about her journey and like meeting her partner because I'd been there for that journey and I remember like us talking about it and I remember like being there for her as she went through the process of like reconnecting with that person and getting into that relationship and I, I almost wanted a refresher because one of the things for me is that I'm very much like a problem solver. When it comes to anything in my life, if it's not working out the way that I want it to work out, I try to be as objective as possible and I try to be as like, all right, let's get your shit together as possible. So if there's something that I want and I'm not getting there, I look at it from the from different angles and I ask my friends, like, be super honest with me, like be super blunt. What am I doing that you think I should adjust or change in order to get to my goal? Like, because sometimes you're not seeing it as clearly as someone else on the outside, right? So I like to ask my friends and they are very honest and transparent people and they'll tell it to me like it is, right? So I, I like to, again, have that introspective moment, but then also have the my peers kind of help me out as well. So I was asking my friend, like, tell me your story again. Like, tell me what you did, because I've been trying to figure out, like, what it is, what it is that I could adjust or fix or work on. Like, what more can I do? Right. And as she was telling the story, it was kind of like. I was like, okay, well, I've done that. Like, she was like, oh, you know, going on dates and finding out, you know, what you like and don't like. I'm like, well, I do that. And I've literally, like, since moving here, when I tell y'all, I have gone so far outside of my comfort zone of the type of men I typically date. And it's been great because I've been able to see that, like, that one type of person that I used to only date, and not from a conscious level, but very, very subconscious. Like, I would tend to gravitate towards the same type of man. Now that I'm dating different men, I'm like, oh, there's, there's other types of men out there that I actually actually really enjoy spending my time with. And it's because of these reasons. So that's been great. But I think that 
every single time I've asked people who are in those relationships, like what did they do and, and the different things. One of the things that I personally struggle with is when they're like, oh, having fun with dating. And I think I told y'all in the last episode that one of the things that I am doing is just kind of like letting go of the rules, right? Letting go of the, I should do this and I should do that. And that has been very, very freeing, I will say, because I'm someone that like, I don't, always like to play by the traditional rules. And so when it comes to dating and courtship, some of the traditional rules to me feel very just uptight. They don't feel like me. So even things like waiting for the guy to like ask you out and things like that. Like sometimes I'm like, yo, like do I'm free tonight. Like, do you want to go grab a drink? Do you want to go do this? Like, I don't always want to sit there and wait for a guy to ask me to dinner. And like, do you know what I mean? But I've also found that in me being myself in the moments when I am myself and I'm just like, oh, like, let me just ask him if he wants to do this thing. I'm still meeting really quality men who like are ones that take initiative and who are very gentlemanlike, who will still take me to dinner and do all these really nice things with me, even though I may not approach it in the very traditional way. But that being said, the whole like having fun thing, I struggle with that sometimes because for me, like dating one of the things with dating is that you're consistently meeting these new people right and getting to know new people and I just I'm just one of those people where I like my people and I like to like get to know them on a deeper level so even the friends that I have it's like yeah I have you know a lot of the same friends for years and years and years but they are constantly changing I'm constantly changing and so even though the friendships are the same it's like People are always changing. So I'm getting to know these friends on a much deeper level. And for me, that feels more aligned than consistently having these relationships that don't get very deep. And that's, I think, where I struggle with it is like through dating. I don't know. It, it, whenever I'm like going out with new people and stuff like that, I have fun. Don't get me wrong. Like I'll have fun in the moment. But I think part of the fun is honestly just trying new things in and of itself and not necessarily the new people. It's more so the activity. Like I went on a date the other day to the museum and that was super fun. But I think I had more fun. Like I had fun with the conversation and the guy, but it was like the museum itself was like really fun to me because it was a new activity. But I often feel like the whole getting to know someone new all the time, that process I struggle with because it just feels like it, it just feels like very repetitive and not getting to a different result. Like, you know how they say insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, but expecting different results. That's what I feel like it is sometimes. Like just going on these dates and like talking to these people and having the same ass conversations. And it's like, what, what, it, like, where am I, where am I going here? Where am I going? And like I said, the, 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 thing that I've gotten from it is learning more about myself and learning more about what I want and what I don't want. But I have a very clear idea of that. You know what I mean? I have a very clear idea. And so that's where I'm struggling is feeling like, okay, like I'm ready. Like I'm literally ready to meet this person, but it's just not happening. And I know I know, I know what y'all are thinking because I think the same thing too, divine timing, right? It comes down to timing and it comes down to literally if it's not your time, it does not matter what you do. 
you could push and push and push, but you will not, you'll just drive yourself crazy because it's just not your time. And I know that, but somewhere in my head, I don't know why, maybe it's the way that I'm, I'm very persistent. I'm very much like if I set my mind on something, I'm going to keep trying until I get it. That's the kind of person I am and which can be great in some senses, but in other senses, when you really have to learn to let go, I feel I struggle. I struggle. And I'm sitting here and I'm trying to cheat divine timing. I'm trying to force things to happen now because I want them now because I'm like, God, I don't understand why. I don't understand why. And I'm like, I'm doing all this work. I've done all this work. Like I, I and I'm just like, it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me. And I'll get to these places with these men where I'm getting to that third date and it's like, Every single time, it just it just goes left. <laughs> it just goes left. I think today I was just really, really struggling with that because, like I said, every time I go back to the apps, it's because I'm like, okay, I've taken a break. I've sort of grounded myself. I've returned to myself. I've returned to kind of like my very natural and normal energy. I feel like myself again. And I'm like, I, w- I want to put myself back out there. I want to try. I want to try again. Because again, I'm persistent, right? And so for me, it feels like that's a way to be intentional about dating is to, to put myself in spaces where men are and the apps are one of them. Like I said, every single time I do it now, it feels like I'm becoming more cynical and it feels like like I'm becoming more hopeless. And, you know, you hear like telling people these things, people will just be like, oh, you're you're so young and this and that. Like people like I know people mean <clears throat> like I know people mean well when they tell you, you know, things will happen in their own time and when they happen it'll make sense why sorry y'all I have my alarm on my phone but I know people will just people will say like you know things happen in their own time and I I know I say that to people too because when someone is going through something where they really want something and they've done all the things to get there and you can see that in that person you like see that desire and you and you know it's not them like, what do you tell someone? Like, <sighs> I get so tired of coming out here and complaining about this because I feel like it's just very annoying. But it's also real because I'm just like, I don't, I, I genuinely, I feel like, I don't know. And I can see that the people around me that... <clears throat> trying to get it together (laughs) I know the people around me that care about me that they just want the best for me I can also see them struggling because they don't know what to tell me it's I'm not perfect no one's perfect but I will say I can tell you and this is because I know myself and I know what I'm doing and my friends will tell you my family will tell you that I am I'm doing I'm doing a lot of things to make sure that I'm being very intentional. Like I um I know what I want. I know who I am. I show up in a very 
honest and transparent way. I don't play games. I do, like I try to be as much of a straight shooter as I can when it comes to dating. Like I go into these situations and I tell these men my intentions. I'm very upfront. I you know, I don't settle on my standards. I have specific standards. When I notice that a man is not showing up in the way that I need him to or the way that I know my my partner will, I cut it off. Like even just yesterday, I I let someone know like, hey, you're a great person, but you're not moving intentionally. Like I've given you these opportunities to show me this and you haven't shown me that. You've shown me the opposite. And so while you're a great person, I, I, I simply can't. And I think it's finding that balance between like trying to make dating this fun and flirty thing, but also me being intentional and also me struggling with like consistently getting to know new people and not building a relationship depth with one person and then also too, like the comparison thing of seeing it happen to like everyone else around me. If if you'd have told me that when I ended my last relationship, I would still be single now, I mean, I, I probably would believe it, but <laughs> I would not want to believe it. Like I've told y'all, the last time I was single, I was single for almost five years. And I remember though that being a season where I wasn't dating as much as I am now. Like I wasn't as intentional. I definitely, you know, didn't really know every single thing that I wanted in a person and a partner. And I think that I've grown so much since then. I've grown so much since then. So this time around, it felt like, okay, this should be easier, right? This should be easier. I know what I want. I know what I don't want. I know what my standards are. I know I'm not going to settle because I just know I'm not. So like this should theoretically be easier. And I found that even in going into this like dating scene with like high standards, specific, like just knowing what you want and and having a specific type of approach to that, it doesn't matter. It I feel like it just literally doesn't matter. I'm just really struggling with that. And I think I also struggle with it too because I don't know. I don't know. I just really struggle with that a lot. I struggle with seeing other people around me like find their person and you know people are like oh don't look and uh just do this and do it's like there's so much advice and all of it feels like to be quite honest with you complete bullshit or not even bullshit like I don't think people are making things up. I think people are telling me what has either worked for them or what they've heard has worked for other people. But here's the thing, not every single thing works for every single person. And so when people are like, don't look, and I'm like, how how does one not, like, it's, <laughs> like, I really, like, so when y'all ask me how to let go, I try to give the best advice as I can. But when it comes to this, when it comes to love, I have never really been able to properly practice letting go the the closest I get to it is focusing on my career and being like I'm gonna get into this bag like I'm gonna get to this money like okay god like you want me single like I'm gonna get this money but what's been frustrating and what's been what I've been really been struggling with lately is that when I turn towards like career and money I've also been having a lot of like stressful moments in that sector of my life as well lately like um just different things with the behind the scenes of the podcast like there's just been stuff going on there um when it comes to the podcast as a business that I that have been stressing me out and that I 
won't really have any specific um, relief from until like G- February of next year. And so even there, like I ha- like I've, I can't even be like, oh, look, let me focus on this because when I focus on that, that that's stressing me out. And I don't know. Like, I guess before it used to be easier to like, be like, okay, let me turn towards like the podcast or turn towards work to feel as if I am accomplishing things in another area of my life. And I just feel like I'm struggling in every area. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm struggling. The one thing that I have that's like keeping me going at this point, I wouldn't even lie, is the gym. Going to the gym, doing um, my workouts is pretty much what is keeping me from like slipping into depression at this point like I kid you not and like even even this morning I didn't want to go really I just I like woke up and I I like wanted to just stay in bed like even this morning I woke up and I wanted to just stay in bed and just attempt to cancel my meetings for work and I was like okay don't do that because you definitely like you need your job um but I I was like I forced myself to get out of bed and get ready for the gym because I was just like I know I don't want to do it but I also know that when I get there and when I get into my workout and after my workout I'm gonna feel a lot better about making it there and um it was a good it was a good workout I had like a I just really pushed myself it was leg day and I like really pushed myself to lift heavier than usual and to really um get closer to some of my fitness goals for the month because like I said like that's that's the one place where I feel the most in control and um I feel like I'm actually making progress because I can measure it. I can be like, okay, I'm used to lifting this much and today we're going to lift a little bit more. And so I can measure it and there's progress and there's, there's feeling like I'm not left behind or feeling like I'm not struggling there at least. Now the diet part, I mean, like that, that is a whole different story, but at least I'm making it to the gym and that's something that I feel like I have control over. And that I'm proud of myself for like still doing because I know like I know what it feels like when I'm so close to like slipping into depression. I know what it feels like when I'm so close to slipping into that place and I I don't want to. And I don't know, maybe part of it is like hormonal. I am on my cycle. <laughs> so maybe that's it. I'm going to hope that's part of it as well. But I think that I just feel like the more that I'm like putting myself out there and being so vulnerable in dating and the more that it keeps going like left and I keep encountering these people that are just so like, I don't, I don't think these people mean to be cruel, to be cruel. Like, I don't think that's their intention. I think that a lot of people have been really, really hurt. And as a result, people are not communicating or they're shutting down or they haven't been taught how to actually, like, be a kind person. Like, a lot of people be like, oh, I want a, someone who's kind. But are you kind? Like, 
some of these men who are like, oh, I want a partner that's like really kind and really this. And I'm like, but first you need to practice that kindness. Like you need to practice being empathetic. Like you need to practice being a, a really proper communicator. Like you can't expect and you can't ask for a partner who is a great communicator if you yourself are not showing up in that way. It's very hypocritical. So I don't think that, you know, and I, I even asked like my friend the other day, I'm like, is my picker off? Like, is I'm like, is like, am I, I was like, be honest with me, like completely blunt. Like, am I picking shitty men consistently? Like, is it so, like, tell me. And he was like, it's not your picker. He's like, you are showing up being super vulnerable, being very upfront, being very intentional. And like, even in you doing all of the right things, you can't always guarantee the right outcome. And I think that's the part about life and not just love, but just anything in life that we want that is a really, really, really tough, tough pill to swallow is that you can show up and do all the right things. Be a good person be just be like a light in the world and you might not get the outcome that you want right away if it's not your time if you have to learn other lessons if like you all you can do is control your reaction to the situation all you can do is control how you continue to show up, what you continue to believe. And like I said, it's taking everything in me not to become this incredibly cynical and just hopeless person because that's not who I am and that's not who I want to be. So when I find myself going into that place, the the thing that I always do that y'all know I always do is take a break because I'm like, I don't want to be angry and I don't want to think that every guy is the same and I don't want to like take these generalizations and place them upon the entire male community upon the entire dating scene I don't want to be like everything sucks because I know that's not true I know that there are people out there experiencing amazing connections meeting their person getting mad like doing all of these beautiful things that I would love to experience so I know that it's not true that everything sucks but I think in the moment when I am consistently consistently running into these situations consistently just it just it just sucks it just it just really sucks and especially it just really sucks um and yeah I don't know. I don't really know what this episode was. I'm trying to make it a little funny about the whole dating situation, but it's really not funny <laughs> at all. It's I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing. In fact, um, I am crying. <laughs> so there's that. Um, but you know, for anyone out there who is going through the same, you're not alone. Obviously, you're not alone. And I don't know. All I can all I can say to you is just whatever it takes for you to keep having hope and for you to not become that cynical person that is doubtful that you'll ever meet your person or that you'll ever get to experience the things in life that you want to experience like whatever it takes for you to keep that hope alive like do that if it means you know 
taking a break from the dating apps, if it means um, doing more journaling, if it means like going to therapy, like whatever that means for you, like I need you to do that for yourself because it, trust me, like the way that some of these people are out here, like it takes a lot to not, like half the time I want to scream. Like I literally... I was watching um the Where the Crawdads Sing movie and there was the part where the main character like goes to this part of like the marsh and she just screams. And I'm like, there's so many times I just want to scream, but I also don't want people to think I'm getting murdered. So I'm like, I can't just scream in my house. And I'm like, I don't know where to go, but cause I just feel like I just need to literally, <sighs> I think I need to go to one of those like rage rooms or something and just like break a bunch of stuff and just like scream and just throw things. I think I'm actually going to look for one of those. Cause I, I, I need to like, I need to like get this energy out. Like the gym, that's why I say the gym for me is the place that I turn to a lot of times because it's like, when I'm in my workout and like I have my music blasting and I'm like really going hard with my workouts, it kind of gives me that same cathartic feeling of like getting that energy out. I actually might go to the gym again later today because I just, I wanted to keep working out, but I also wanted to come home and like have this chat with you guys before my meetings. So I might go again today and like do another workout just because I need to get this energy out. Like I'm just so frustrated and so tired. And I just have to get that energy out somehow. So yeah, another thing that I'm going to be doing, um, like I said, I'm very much like in that problem solver mode a lot of times. Uh, but I know that as much as I am trying to cheat divine timing, that it's really not going to happen. And what I mean is not going to happen is like cheating divine timing. Like you literally can't do that. But what is helpful for me is making a plan of what I can do to, again, combat me like slipping into a really dark mental place because I know what it feels like when I'm on the verge of that and I can feel it and I need to, I, I know, like I personally have identified specific things for me that help with that. One, consistency in my routine. So going to the gym like today, even when I was like, I don't want to go, like forcing myself to get up, forcing myself to get in there to having these conversations I know that maybe some of y'all don't like these because I would I don't know I think that would I want to listen to a podcast episode with someone who's just like crying and kind of sad I don't think so I don't I don't really know <laughs> actually you know what no I have listened to like YouTube videos like that before and I think that especially when I'm in a similar place it's actually really helpful to kind of hear someone articulate exactly what I'm feeling so some of you might actually find this helpful and some of you might want to skip this episode or probably have already probably have already left so you might not even hear this part so having conversations like this with y'all and my friends is also really helpful for me because I tend to want to isolate myself when I'm not feeling great because I I don't want to bring anyone else down or make anyone else feel bad. So I tend to isolate, but I also know that's not necessarily the greatest thing to do. Another thing that I am doing for myself this week is that I haven't gone to the movies in such a long time. And y'all know that was something that is like one of my self-care dates, one of my things that I do for myself. So I'm going to buy some movie tickets, you know, this weekend. And I'm also going to go to a coffee shop tomorrow. I'm going to go to a different one that I normally go to just to like switch up my environment and maybe have that kind of like help a little bit as well. 
Oh, sorry about that. I have a meeting in 10 minutes. And one other thing I'm going to do is um, figure out some type of like activity or thing to treat myself to this week. So whether it be, um, whether it be going to the mall to finally pick up my Nespresso pods or perhaps going on a walk on the trail, just something that's kind of a bit more of like a an, an actual activity where I get out of the house and like have something to do that's a bit outside of my normal routine. So that's another thing I want to do. So for me, I'm just trying to be really intentional about what I'm doing to combat this and also like allowing myself to feel these feelings because I don't think there's anything wrong with what I'm feeling. I am absolutely what is the word I'm looking for I am entitled to these feelings especially given my dating situation and especially given you know the the granted things could be a lot worse yes but like what I've experienced has really really made me feel a lot of pain and I'm definitely entitled to feeling sad about it and even though a relationship isn't everything I y'all know I know that okay one thing about me I'm gonna get to this money too okay <laughs> and money isn't everything right there's so many things that make a fulfilling life for someone and for everyone it looks different for some people you know maybe money is a little bit more important for some other people maybe that relationship is a bit more important but I also know that a relationship isn't everything but while I know it's not everything I also know that it is really important for me and for me to live a fulfilling life and to me to have uh, relationships in general. So like my friendships, my really close friendships, like those I'm I'm so grateful for the people that I have in my circle because they are true. Like these are people I might only have a few, but trust me, they, you know, they ride for me and I ride for them. You feel me? So for me those friendships are really important, but also a partner is really important for me. So even though I know it's not everything, I think the fact that I'm really struggling and I'm being very intentional, but still struggling in calling this in, um, in a time where I feel like I'm ready for it, but maybe, you know, maybe that person isn't ready. Maybe other things need to happen before I meet that person, whatever the case is, I, I'm definitely entitled to feeling sad about it and to feeling frustrated about it. And so I acknowledge that, but I also acknowledge that even though I'm feeling these things, I can't just sit here and be really sad about it. Like I have to also try to do other things. So me, you know, being like, okay, let, what other things can I do that are fulfilling to me, that make me happy, that make me feel at peace? Like, what are those things that I can do and focus on as well in this time and space um, to try to pull myself out of this space? And I know this is also temporary, like the way that I'm feeling today, the the sadness, I think a lot of it has been building. I'll have these moments where I don't, I, I, I think I hold a lot in and then I have these moments where it just all comes out. <laughs> it all comes out and I'm just allowing it to to be that to come out and to not judge it for coming out at this time um and to feel those feelings and not judge them and not feel like there's something wrong with me because I have these moments so yeah um I literally have this meeting in five minutes and I'm like oh my but it will be okay I definitely know that and it is okay right now it's this is life like this is literally the reality of like life the reality of when you're calling anything in and you have that in-between moment where it's not yet present the different emotions that can come up and like 
really learning how to cope and deal with those in a healthy way. So, yeah. But I I just hope that this episode has at the very least helped someone feel less alone if you're going through something similar. Um, and if not, <laughs> tune in next week for, <laughs> for a much more positive episode. <laughs> tune in next week to laugh a little bit and not sit here and cry with me uh but yeah but i want to thank y'all so so much for being here i'm really excited for next year i have like a lot of things that i really want to do and that i have in the works that are planned like i said the podcast has kind of been stressing me out a little bit not necessarily because of y'all or the content or anything like that but more so some behind the scenes with like the business part of it um lately that won't really be resolved until uh earlier next year so until then i'm kind of just what personally feels like a bit of a limbo state um and less of a limbo state and more like honestly i've been feeling a bit trapped in specific uh situations but it will be resolved i know when it will be resolved so that's good but um but until then i'm just gonna plan on all the fun things I got, uh, a, not even a sneak peek. I got the second version of like the branding stuff. So I'm working with a designer to completely rebrand. So I saw that and it looks really good. And I'm super excited because we actually will dive into like working on redoing the website. I think later this month slash earlier in December. So I'm super excited about that for y'all to see like the brand new website and to work on some of the other things. So yeah, there, there are good things in the works. And so when feeling like this, I try to focus on all the other good things that are coming and all the other good things that I have manifested. And I know that like, I'm a very powerful manifester. Like when I want something and when I have something in my, in my thoughts of what I want to experience, it happens. And it, often happens much better than I could have ever expected it to so I know this is also the case with this I'm just struggling with the the um the events in between and just like the in between right now but it'll be okay anyways thank you so much for listening my love uh I appreciate you being here of course and I will see y'all on Instagram and or I don't know. Where am I these days? I'm just on Instagram, really. But I've barely even been on there lately. But anyways, I will see you guys there. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Thank you for spending time with me. And um, even though this was like a bit of a heavier emotional episode, I appreciate you if you have listened to the very end. And I appreciate you for being here and just, um, yeah, spending time with me. So I'll chat with y'all in the next episode. Bye. Welcome, my loves, to a special holiday season edition of Manifest Daily. I'm your host, DeAndre Nicolette, and this December, I have something truly magical in store for you. I've decided to spread some holiday joy by bringing back 12 of our most downloaded podcast episodes. It's giving very much 12 days of Manifest Daily, if you will. Starting December 12th and counting down each day until Christmas, I'll be unwrapping and re-releasing some of your all-time favorite episodes. It's my way of saying thank you for being part of this incredible, almost five-year 
your journey of this show. Don't forget to subscribe to the show, share, and let's make this holiday season truly special together. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V-I-A-T-O-R-10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. At Mass Mutual, we believe in doing the right thing, in having each other's backs and driving progress. And we want you on our team. If that sounds like a future you want to build, explore careers.massmutual.com. Together, we move forward. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.